This is Luke here, The Luke Guy Show, helping entrepreneurs close bigger, faster, and more easily by building the digital relationships on scale while growing their customer universe. Guys, crazy week. Hopefully, you have an amazing day today. I am coming out with this on Saturday, bringing the heat. And I, what I like to do on the show here is kind of go over what I've learned the, the week before, like that week, and kind of go over some, some challenges, some obstacles we overcame took some notes here of, of what we've learned and kind of just want to bring that to you uh, we're also going to do a question today. I got someone to call it in I'm going to answer that question and if you have not done it make sure to call in 408-850-9373 I still want you to call in go ahead and call in and what I want you to call in is with your latest challenge and see if we cannot help you get to where you want to be so ask me a question that you don't mind putting on the show let me give you my plan of what I would do if I was you get a second opinion go act on it and then call back and see what happens so I uh, would love to hear your calls your challenges as well and if you have not done it make sure to subscribe to the Luke Guy show you can listen to this wherever uh, you are listening to podcasts and uh, we are definitely glad to be a part of your day today so interesting week Donald Trump he has he, he's making the, the move towards banning TikTok, and a lot of people were, they were in the, wanting to advertise on TikTok. And problem with TikTok is it wasn't created here, and they're claiming that China is taking the, our USA data because we download anything and tell it everything. And now, uh, you know, uh, it is to believe that they're using this data for no good, up, up to no good. And China, definitely not at good. Uh, relations with China right now as a country, so this kind of kind of ticks things off if you get what I mean. TikTok, <laughs> anyway, uh, and, and Donald Trump's making an announcement that he is possibly going to to knock it out. They're talking Microsoft buying it out, and the reason, and, and, and so that way, as a U.S. owner, all the data comes here. And uh, I don't know, I don't know if it's a good, and I don't know if the media is just blowing it up, saying you know, because they're saying he didn't say that. He is looking at at getting getting a buyer for. Uh, TikTok, and they're saying Microsoft that Microsoft might buy TikTok uh, because the data is being used for no good. And I absolutely agree. I do not. I would not trust China for nothing, for nothing in the world. So I, I can definitely, definitely can see the concern. So uh, just does some news of what's going on right now. And the reason it's important to everyone here is a lot of people was putting their eggs and money into TikTok, hadn't really proven itself, and not being here. I just never was fascinated by the platform. I just didn't see the, you know, it's just a bunch of people dancing and it kind of, a lot, a lot, a lot of bad stuff on there too. Like it can, it's a lot of things that have been associated with TikTok, like even down to, and I know they all have their problems, but it was just, it, it was just some weird things about it. There's some weird things about it. And I know a lot of people that have it, a lot of people they like, cause it's like hypeish. It's like the, the old vine that died and it's like the vine resurrected is like you know seven second clips where people just do dumb stuff they're dancing they're doing all kind of stuff a lot of people say they like it uh but i just see the point of it i just didn't really see the point in it like anything but entertainment it's really no place for me to be i, I just didn't see where i fit into that but some people uh swore by it but i just myself i was just never fascinated by the platform so just kind of want to dive in kind of talk about some things i learned before we dive into the question and some things that you could possibly uh, take with you maybe you know to see if this doesn't help you in some way so for for example with us here you know with the company definitely with lg homes i help loan officers you know get more home buyers we've made we've upgraded the product got a lot of great results and one thing i wanted, I wanted to say that if you if you're feeling stuck right now go find someone who's ahead of you go find someone who's doing five times ten times better than you 
and just go watch, read, consume from that person and see if it doesn't change you somehow, some way. Because last year, I when I when we was closing when we was closing people uh, to become clients and work with us, we was doing slides. We was doing like Zoom, showing them slides, whatever. And uh, we was closing, and I got away from it for whatever reason. Something came up. We changed offices. I didn't think the room looked, you know, good enough. The office wasn't good enough for me to, for a Zoom call, and I just quit doing the Zoom call uh, where we presented the slides. And uh, and I'm looking back at the numbers when we did that. The numbers were amazing. It's like conversions were a little bit easier uh, when we did that. Just, uh, and, and I'm not and also I'm I'm not forgetting about COVID. It has you know it has made things a bit harder with people being a little skeptical and money being money being harder to come by. But it seems like things were just easier. And I don't think COVID is the only reason why people see it and believe in. So pretty much what we did is we ran ads and we got people to. Uh, to watch our presentation online and to, and to watch it with us doing so instead of sending ads to a video and making them watch it which most people never do doing a live call answering the questions and presenting at the same time and, and it's better it's better than a than a, a 40 minute phone call where it's just them looking at the wall because people you know to, to listen to folks on you for 40 minutes is a miracle in itself it's just a miracle in itself when you present you control the room and you're filling their mind and ears with things to change their ideas of you and to get them to believe and trust you more. Definitely when you can show that. Saying it's one thing, but when you can show it, it's a whole nother ballgame. So that is that is killer. And we're actually going to be launching. We, we, actually, we actually shut down ads for a few days just so we, I can build out these slides. I had my old slides, but I'm transforming them to our latest and greatest results, talking about all the new stuff's happened. And presenting this to get to people, and I can already feel the thunder. Like I already see good things happening because of that. Because people hate they they want to be entertained. They want to be something to be be presented to them. And so if you're in the high ticket game and you're looking to get people to believe, or you're trying to pitch an investor, do you you know go, go stack up some go stack up some uh, some Google slides, combine it with Zoom, and put your presenter mode on. Uh, I love presenting. That is my strong skill. So also there, lean in on your strong skills. Lean in there. Like if, if, if presenting's your thing, you got a lot going for you. And uh, anytime you can present, they can feel the thrill. They can see the proof. They can see your offer. They can see the numbers. That's really going to help. I see, and, and, and all this because someone who's ahead of me made mention of how they do it, and this is how they do it. I was like, that's insane. Like that's, I remember doing that. We were doing great. And I got away from it. I'm like, why did we get away from this? And I was like, oh yeah, we changed offices. And then we changed offices again. And now the office looks, looks amazing. I mean, I got monitors and lights and, and environment and books and, you know, canvases and all this in my office. Now it looks way better. That's why we didn't. And I was like, why didn't, why didn't we do the Zoom? That's right. We changed offices like three times. And now I'm in a better, I'm in a better place. So I definitely want to bring that back. I want I want my team to do more of it, but I like to get in there with it too and present and get in right in the middle of it because that that feedback is what makes our sales process convert way way better. So just kind of want to bring that idea to you for not doing that. You should definitely try it. You should definitely try. It. I love presenting. I love to talk. Apparently, as you can tell. So, but presenting is also a thing that I've always loved to do. So just want to talk about that and also we we got we got. Got a question coming up here, but I wanted to bring—I want to make mention to you uh, about the direction of the show. So I'm doing these, you know, ask question shows, and sometimes I may do a shorter episode where I'm talking about what I've learned about. But also, I'm wanting to bring interviews on here because I have people that I want to sit down and talk to, like this guy that I, that I, that you know I've learned from. 
I I want to bring people like that on the show and just ask them the hard questions. I know a lot of you guys are, are, are wondering and bring them on the show and just bring – and anytime you get two people going back back and forth, that's key. That's totally key, and it's fun. People love people love hearing a dialogue with two people going back and uh, back and forth. And I'll say if I can't if I can't do do that. And for those who don't know, back in the day, uh, I had a show called Ask the Guy Show, and I actually interviewed people like Neil Patel, Mike Stelzner, and these other top marketing people who get millions of visitors to their sites and actually get them on the show. But it was just so much of that. But me doing a mix of where I'm doing like this format interviews. May do a game show, and I'll title it so you know what's going on in the show. So if you want to listen to that type of episode, that's what you're going to get. So if you want an interview type, I'll let you know, hey, this is an interview. If it's just me talking, then we'll do that. If if it's where I'm you know, answering a question, so that way you kind of know what to expect. So you may like and, – and a lot of people do this with YouTube channels where they have certain type of – you know, some people stick with one format, which I think is cool. But I know some of you, some of you would rather listen to a certain type of episode – Instead of sticking to one, I think I'm going to do just a different mix where I'm in there. And and the thing is, I'm getting down, I'm learning, I'm presenting, and we're all learning together, which is something that I think I want to bring to the table, which I think is going to be huge. So I'll let you know. I'm actually asking around for people uh, and see who wants to be on. And I, I think that that's nothing but good good news, me doing that. So that way I can learn, I can talk, I can hear, I can consume i can educate and two people can have a good time together i think that's huge so so that's kind of the topic the, the the talking points here today just finding just finding someone lean in with your strengths find people who are ahead of you and and just lean on your strengths go go all in on your skills go go all in instead of trying to perfect where you're weak go all in where you're strong and you're going to get there faster so let's go ahead and play this question this person has for me and see if we can't bring the heat for my man let's see what he's got to say Hey, Luke, this is uh, Scott and Josh on the call. Uh, our company is called Hoco Brew Hive. We are in Ellicott City, Maryland, in Howard County. Uh, we are, our question is, when do you All right, Scott and Josh, thanks for calling in. It's good to have you here. So get uh, more you cut people your business into in Maryland our business, not the outdoor seating, but into the actual restaurant, even though we are 50% capacity at this moment in the state of Maryland. Um, and you're at 50% capacity. Now, I don't know if that's by law that you have to keep it at 50% capacity and you max it out. Or that is you not able to get it beyond the 50% capacity. And that I'm not sure of. So let's just go both routes. Obviously, for like, well, when are they going to let us? do the you know do the beyond 50 percent like government wise if you're asking like when can when do you think they're going to let us do that and if that is the question so i'll answer from both ways it won't be this year i'm sorry it's just not going to be this year uh, it might be after november the whatever whoever's elected it, it just may go away in a sense of how and then again i say that jokingly because i know that's not the case because covid's real y'all I personally know people who've been killed by this stuff. I personally know people who have died uh, from this, but I also know people who have personally died from other stuff as well. Um, but anyway, I, I don't want to go down that hole. That 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 ends up nowhere on the whole COVID thing. It is real. We got to be cautious. This is where we're at, and we've got to adapt to it. And if, and it's just another plus for the internet, and it's another plus for those because here's the thing: the drive-through was already was already strong for all this, and this only made the drive-through stronger for the restaurant business. And you know, 
probably Scott, you probably don't have a drive-thru. You want it somewhere nice uh, for people to sit down. And like Olive Garden is having to do this right, so you're not alone. Olive, you know, in, in Olive Garden, um, in these restaurants like this are having to think like, okay, so we don't have the drive-thru set up. What do we do? Because I don't think Olive Garden has a drive-thru. I'm not aware of one. So their business has really been built on environment and really sitting down and just enjoying your food instead of chomping it, going down an interstate, you know, 70, 80 miles an hour. So this is what I would say. Government-wise, when we be able to open it beyond 50%, if it's by, you know, right now a law, uh, it won't be till next year. If they are letting you guys in Maryland, you know, get it to 70, 80% or whatever, 90%, uh, how can you do that? Uh, biggest thing right now, and, and I will say this personally as well, Scott and Josh, um, I have not sat down in a restaurant since all this has happened, personally. I have not sat down. Uh, just haven't. Uh, I've got kids. i got a wife. She's not crazy about it. Would I go sit down and sit, sit somewhere and eat? Yeah, I, I would do that. Now, I take that back. I have sat down one time. I have sat down one time during this, and it was actually recently or actually kind of easing back in. So I have one time. Yes. Um, now... With that being said, it probably won't be next year to people feel more 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 comfortable because I got a feeling uh, with the winter coming up, this stuff is not gonna get any better. I personally, I just this stuff isn't going away. Uh, this has been burnt in the human mind. The whole human race has been affected by this. We will tell this story for the next fifty years how we shut down the world for this little bug that we can't see, right? And all the conspiracies that came with it, Josh. In Scott, well, Scott and Josh. So, with with that being said, if you want to increase occupancy, you got to do something that other restaurants are doing. Everybody's had to pretty much start over unless they had a drive-through. This is what I recommend. I would make them feel as germ-free as possible. And if you got a buffet in there where they dip their own food, I would kill that in a heartbeat. Buffets are dead in my mind. We're not going to do buffets anymore like the old days, right? You're, it's just that's dead. That I mean, people already had feelings about that. The market. I mean, the biggest buffets I know around here, like Ryan's, that they got shut down left and right before COVID, and now this. So what I would say is, let everybody know that COVID is number one, and that COVID is number one, and making sure that nobody gets sick. So having doors like being open for them, that would be one thing right off the bat. Nobody when they walk up to that door. They do not want to touch that doorknob. They don't want to touch anything with that door. All right, next thing, credit card and paying for this stuff. Them touching a card, putting it in a machine, they're thinking about that as well. They're, they're already thinking about that. That's something you're going to have to overcome. Anything where they touch what somebody else touched, if you can impress them in that fashion, in that way, you're going to have to increase because that's the that is right now one of the biggest things stopping you from from growing and 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 I will say that is an opportunity if because most restaurants aren't doing this right now if you made it to where you did these things where they didn't have to touch a thing and if that waitress or waiter is touching the top of that cup go fire them if they and if they if, if they don't stop I mean does that sound well that's a little strong warn them and then fire them if they do it but this touching that top of the cup mess and i was conscious about that before all this started i so i'm sorry don't fire them don't fire them. teach them first 
and if they learn from it, but if they refuse, then let them go. Because we can't make people sick. We we just we just can't. And and and, and all, I would that's 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 the route I would go on that sense. So making COVID right now, putting that on that's the number one reason people are not coming in. If they was and now they're not, is because of COVID. And if you address it, hey guys, this is what we're doing. We're opening doors. We're taking touchless payments somehow. Like if it's transaction between phones or something, like figure that part out, or fi somehow figure that part out. And then anything besides cups. So obviously you got to, you know, cups and plates, right? They have to touch that, right? It's just got to, <laughs> that, that, but they know that's been washed. But like touching menus or in, anything of that name. Doorknobs going to be the biggest thing in payment. It's going to be the two biggest thing, the biggest barriers. And if that waitress or waiter is just, you know, touching all over that cup and, oh, shoot, you know, all over, <laughs> all over the food, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem fast. So you're going to have to keep that in mind. That's going to be hard because waiters and waitresses, was, you know, there's some good ones out there. There's some great, these guys don't get enough credit, but also there's some really bad ones out there as well. And they just got to learn this. They, they just do. And that's why a lot of restaurants, like the big ones, are not opening back up the dining room, like Chick-fil-A. I've heard they're, they're building, I don't know how true this is, they're building restaurants without dining rooms, right? Because people are just going to be so conscious. I mean, they're, they're, they've already made predictions around this. Um, so that's just, that's how that is. So, uh, this will also push mobile, like mobile apps hard, mobile orders, big time delivery, big time. The, the, the mobile and delivery services got boosted by this. I, I can, and the way I know that is that Walmart now, I mean, within weeks of this rolled out the express service to where it gets shipped right to you because they know that people just don't, the, 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 the traffic is going to go lower and permanently will probably. And that's why Amazon just boom. I mean, just, he had to hire a hundred thousand people, and you got to watch the market. The market will tell you what the people want, and they want to get it to where they don't have to touch the stuff. So the things I told you is very important. But beyond that, beyond that, marketing-wise, I think marketing this is saying, "Hey guys, we understand COVID is a big deal, but you want to get out. You want to enjoy. You you want to get away from the house, and you want to treat her right. You want to treat. You know, you want you want to take each other out." So this is what we're doing for the environment for to make sure that no one gets sick, right? And you want to make it you don't want to make it untasty, like you want to be attractive. You don't want to be COVID, be like COVID, 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 come in today. Like you want to be like that, but you just kind of want to show them and present all the things you're doing to make sure everybody is safe. And uh, I would definitely market that. And, you know, outside of that, you know, put some deal on, you know, put some deals on, do some Facebook ads, so a little bit of Facebook ads, do some cheap Facebook ads or YouTube ads, whatever, and just target that city. And right now, I would just let the COVID thing be the, the focal point. And then, you know, if people like that, market it. Go market that. Because right now, I think people are more concerned about that than they are a deal right now. I think more people are concerned about getting into it. Because most restaurants are not doing this right. They're not adapting to this. If you be the first ones on the forefront and say, hey, this is all the things we're doing to make you safe. And it still be fun, still be attractive, still be romantic, still be whatever. Because I don't know your theme. I don't know what you're going after. But that is that would be my answer to your question, Scott and Josh. And I know I put some minutes in that, but that's all I got. So I could I could talk about well, I, actually I could talk about that for a few hours. But that's the main thing. You do that, and I think it will. I know things will change for you in a huge way. So you guys, thanks for calling in. So guys, that is the end of the show here, and uh, be looking out for the next episode here. I come up with these on Saturdays, and sometimes I'll do another one during the week. But hopefully, you guys have an amazing day, and don't forget, uh, don't forget what it's all about: getting that customer everything they want and need. 
and I definitely appreciate you guys here today. This is Luke here helping you close bigger, faster, and more easily by building digital relationships on scale. So thank you so much, and make sure you guys call in very soon. Have an amazing day.